Are you ready? You want to bounce up some push-ups too, or <laughs> maybe some burpees? love them. They're so good for you. The kids love burpees. I should do I think burpees more often. I think because of the name. Burpees. Burpees. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We are super excited to be here today. We're going to do that the whole time. One on, one off. Nah. I messed it up. One okay. job. All right. Um, today we we're going to talk about a honestly an exciting topic. Uh, yeah, it is. Because this one is unexpected. Th sure. Okay. The where we'll end up is right up our alley. Mm -hmm. But how we're getting there is something that I had never seen before. Yeah. Which I'm super excited about. Because not that that's rare, but just. Well, when you shared it with me. All right. Um, build an arc. Mm -hmm. And you think you know where we're going with this and you have no idea. Um, <laughs> and if, if, you, if you know us, our, our youngest, his name is Noah. Mm -hmm. And he loves to, anytime it comes up, he'll, mm -hmm. or it's raining, he'll come up and do Noah and Ark. Because he loves the story of Noah and the Ark. Because, well, his, his name is Noah. Noah. Um, but that's not the Ark we're talking about today. No. Um, we're talking about a different Ark. Mm -hmm. And not the Ark of the Covenant, which I guess is the other one. Right. Um, but one that I had never referenced as an Ark. Mm -hmm. um, so we were listening to something uh, quite a while ago that sent me down this path. And it was... It was some a bunch of scholars doing a talk on Exodus as a whole, but specifically, uh, what we were listening to was they were talking about this the 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 kind of the first chapter of Exodus mm -hmm. and how Pharaoh had commanded, decreed, whatever mm -hmm. that the Israelites were going to kill every male mm -hmm. son, mm -hmm. keep the women. Um, but every kill baby, all all the every baby every baby sons. born that was a that was a boy mm -hmm. um, was supposed to be murdered and all of those fun stuff. Um, and as they started talking about it, you know, they're reading through it, and I'm not going to read a bunch to it or a bunch of it to you, but the wife of Levi. Had a baby. Mm -hmm. It was a boy. Mm -hmm. They named him Moses. Or actually, well, actually, they didn't name him Moses. Um, Pharaoh's daughter did. But we've all heard the story. Mm -hmm. She has the baby. She's hiding the baby. So she takes the baby, puts him in the bulrushes, mm -hmm. makes a little boat. We've all seen the little cartoons, mm -hmm. right? Or little pictures. Yep, and floats it down the Nile. And... The, the, you know, Pharaoh's daughters out there bathing, sees the little boat go by. Here's the baby And goes, crying. here's the baby. And yada, yada, yada. But, again, I, I kind of missed this. Mm -hmm. And when they, when they started it, I, again, I kind of deep dove into it and found it fascinating. Because 
what it says is, but when she could no longer hide him, she took an arc, hmm, arc of bulrushes for him, dabbed it with asphalt and pitch, and put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the riverbank. Again, I have heard this story hundreds of times. Yeah, you know it. And I never once connected, A, the fact that it's arc, mm-hmm. B, the fact that she put tar and pitch on it, mm-hmm. right? In in my mind, every time I've seen this, every time I've thought of this, I thought of the like the woven basket, right? Right, and did the oh cool? It probably kind of floated, kind of half sank, mm-hmm. right? I, I never gave any thought to the fact that she didn't have the baby and just put it in a basket and just kind of like let it go down the river like it was a leaf, mm-hmm. right? Right. And when you when you read it, when you look at it like that, and you realize that she put in the the work, it was thoughtfully, meticulously. Well, so often when we look at that concept, right, of dropping the baby off at the fire station. Mm. Right, like just yeah, yeah. all of those those kind of stories or examples, they all kind of just go together as like, oh no, I'm not happy with this, I, or I, I need to get rid of this, for lack of a, a better term, and we're going to put it in a basket, and we're just going to kind of leave it somewhere. Drop for the some, baby. Yeah, we're going to drop the baby off. For somebody for else. For someone else to take care of. Mm-hmm. And heck, three men and a baby. Oh my gosh. Right? Great, great movie. Um she didn't do that right she constructed the ark she built the structure yes she built it to weather the water Mm -hmm. to weather a storm Mm -hmm. to To weather the unknown to protect the baby Mm -hmm. right and if you've ever our kids are at that age right now where they're doing all these science experiments Mm. so cohen our oldest gosh, months ago, got on this kick where he was building boats. Oh, yes. So he would find yes, um, he did. pop bottles, cartons, literally any, a muffin container. Yes. Literally stinking any bit of recycling mm. that didn't get to the recycling box. He took and, and made a boat. created boats. We have paper boxes downstairs yeah, so, with so them. So we have yep. boats everywhere because we're mm. supposed to test them. Mm. Um They don't, like, his might focus the plastic. Right. But we've all built, like, if you've been in Boy Scouts or, heck, you went to grade school. Or you're a kid. You were a kid, a kid once. You've made a boat out of Bristol board. You've tried to make one Aluminum out of cardboard. Aluminum foil. Yeah, all kinds yes. of things. Electrical tape. They don't, they never work. Right. Right. They always disintegrate. They melt. They leak. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I found so... I don't want to say shocking, but just... Intriguing. I was stinking surprised. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's the perfect example of she believed in God to protect her baby. Mm-hmm. But she didn't just go, oh, Lord, I hope you'll protect my baby. 
I pray that you'll protect she, my baby. She did, she, she she did put, her part, too. She did her part. She put action into it mm-hmm. and was thoughtful. She prepared it so that, like, the Nile is, it's not always this smooth river. Mm-hmm. And it probably wasn't back then either. Mm-hmm. Right? They'd get storms. they get all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? She knew that she couldn't just put them in a basket the way we've always imagined it. Right. So not only did she go out and, again, put the work in. Yep. Trust that, trust in the Lord that if she did this. Right. Because she, there's no way that she put the baby in the basket and didn't think or, or, or put the baby in the basket and expect that the baby wasn't going to survive. Right. That it was going to go downriver and it was going to flip over and drown. Mm-hmm. That never would have crossed her mind. Because if it did, she never would have gone to the work. Well, and this is what I always come back to. She must have, well, as we know, mm-hmm. but had a solid belief and relationship with her God and a trust in God. Yeah. Well, she's breaking the law. Yes. To do this. She kept the baby for three months before she did yeah. this. She was focused more on him than on man. Well, yeah. Otherwise, she would have just given him up. 100%. Right. So she, she kept him for three months. Mm-hmm. She hit him. Mm-hmm. She obviously fed him. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, we've had kids. Mm-hmm. Those first couple months, you need that to get there. Yes. Right. But so she goes, she builds this. She believes that if she does what she feels the Lord has told her to do, yep. to save this baby, to put it in an ark, right, to float it down the river, mm-hmm. again, prepared, protected, mm-hmm. surrounded, yes, and know that she can trust God that that baby will be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So what happens next? The baby floats down the river. Yes. We don't know how far, mm-hmm. but like, again, it, it couldn't have been that far. It's still a baby in a river. Well, it's a baby in a river, but also the Israelites at the time, they're slaves of the Egyptians. Yeah. So it's not like they were at a camp a hundred miles away. Right. Right. They would have been close. They would have been mm-hmm. in relative proximity. Oh, absolutely. Which you'll get to it, you know, as we, as you go a little bit deeper, right? So she has the faith that that baby's going to be safe. Mm-hmm. She puts the baby in the water, baby floats away. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh's daughter hears the baby crying, mm-hmm. sends one of her girls to go get it, brings it up. Oh my gosh, it's a baby. Like who doesn't love a three month old baby? Oh, um, so they smell great. <laughs> but not only does she take it in and go, I'm going to keep this. Mm-hmm. She knows it's a stinking Hebrew baby. Well, yep. like, it, like an Israelite baby. She knows. Why else would it be in the river? Right. So then she says to one of her, one of her girls, um, take the child away, or sorry, I'm trying to find where it was. She says, go find a nurse, go find a Hebrew woman to nurse it. Mm-hmm. There's tons of Hebrew slaves 
right? Yeah. Like, it's not like there's five. There's tons. What does she do? She sends one of her aides to go get someone to take care of the baby. Because mm-hmm. she's a princess. She ain't doing it. <laughs> she goes and finds the mother. Yeah. And again, like, I'm sure she wasn't the only mother. Right. Who had recently had a child. Because, again, it's a huge encampment. Mm-hmm. And they probably didn't have birth control. But she finds the actual mother and brings the mother in and says, hey, would you nurse this baby and take care of it? Yeah. We'll name him Moses. So she put her faith in the Lord that the Lord would take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. Then she did everything she stinking could to protect that child. Yep. And set it up, I don't want to say for success, but for safety. Mm-hmm. Protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sent it out into, quote unquote, the storm. Yeah. To float down the river unassisted mm-hmm. and hopefully find a better place. Right? She didn't know. Find her own. She find had, his own way. As a mom, this is petrifying to think about it. Yep. But when she took that baby and she did, she did absolutely everything she could with building that arc of protection, that safety to let go of that baby. At that moment in time, the only thing she could do was trust God. Mm -hmm. She, she built the ark. She built it. She put her love, sweat and tears into it. All she could do at that point in time is trust God. She had no idea what was next, no, but none. she knew God knew what was next. And that was enough for her at that point. That's the only way you could convince yourself to do it. Yes. Right? To 100% again, To solely, put the work in yep. to do it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to just say, well, it's out of my hands. Again, you would have just put it in a regular basket. Yeah. You would not have taken the time to build that structure Mm -hmm. right yeah so where i want to take this again because i had never i always i had just glossed over the 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 pitch and the um the other stuff asphalt yeah that that helped waterproof it Mm -hmm. right i had never picked up on that Mm. and the care she showed to protect that child in what she was doing to make the surroundings mm-hmm. uh, essentially a hedge of protection. Yeah. Right? Like we pray that over our kids every day. Yeah. Right? That they'll have a hedge of protection around them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I read this and, and put the two and two together that I clued into that. Mm-hmm. So, what I want to kind of talk about now that we've taken this example is what are you doing to protect your kids? Yeah. I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, But also, how can we do more? Because- Our kids need it. This this week we've been talking, you and I have been talking about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Just because, honestly, the world is crazy. Yeah. And it's always been crazy. We get it, right? But, I know 
that there are many people that would look at what the way we raise our ch children mm -hmm. and go, all right, they're cool, but there oh, might be overboard. a touch overboard. And to those people, I say, yes, yes, we are. And On we purpose. And to say overboard. It, it's, yep. it's an active, like it is an, we are actively working to protect our kids. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that anyone else is not. I trust that every parent is working hard to protect their kids. Mm -hmm. But what I want to ask and what I want to question is go read that story hmm. in Exodus 2, mm -hmm. Exodus 1 and 2, right? Mm -hmm. Dig into the last part of the, of the first chapter and the first part of the second. Mm -hmm. Contrast that with how you're raising your kids. And do you think that you're doing enough if, that that you're building a strong enough structure around your kids to protect them from the storms that are outside? Yeah. Because, and, and, and it is a challenge and I understand that and I respect that. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to say you're not doing this. I'm just saying I read this and I know that we're already a little overboard and went, I don't know if we're overboard enough. Well, it's also one of those things just along those lines is protecting your kids is a much harder job than I could have ever imagined. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's exhausting. But don't allow the exhaustion to mean that you lower your standards yep. or you lower your intensity with it because as time goes on i mean obviously you know we we always talk about you know we we need to start allowing our kids to do dangerous things safely mm -hmm. and you know that leash that we have them on as they get older obviously it's going to have to get longer but that doesn't mean that our protection our protection changes it doesn't decrease yeah it evolves yeah it evolves it evolves and you know i don't, I don't want to get caught up and i'd be remiss if we didn't kind of explain or or, or at least discuss that there are two aspects to this mm -hmm. there's the practical slash reality real, real life yeah um and there's also the spiritual mm. right so on the spiritual side which i'm not going to say is easier mm -mm. um but it, it it might be a little bit more cut and dry right um you can protect your kids you can build a a, a spiritual structure mm -hmm. around them a spiritual hedge of Hopefully. protection well you can you can pray over them you can meditate you can build them up you can teach them you could show them what's at the top of your pyramid oh yeah that's last week that's, that's last that's week. what Just we call in the business back. a callback mm -hmm. um we should link below <laughs> <laughs> but actually it'll be linked at the end um but you can work really hard on building that uh, spiritual aspect mm -hmm. right you can pray you can meditate you can grow that hedge of protection around them 
you by can, doing that. Yeah, you can teach them. You can mm -hmm. teach them the scriptures. You know, even just like last week, little, little Noah was not feeling well. Mm -hmm. And he is three years old. And with him, we were able to do a confession yep. with the word of God and speak that life back into him. And in three hours... They're never too young for that. No. And, and you want to know, he said him. He could do his confession. And in three hours, he, he, his morning was on the couch and his afternoon was running through sprinklers, eat, eating freezies, and you would never know mm -hmm. how sick he was that morning. And that is something you can teach the kids that. And well, they, they need to see it in your life too, though. That That's part of protecting them to go out into the unknown. Yeah. Right? And Training them. Yeah. Is... And again, if you were brought up in church or, or if you've got kind of the background that maybe we've had, mm -hmm. you know all these things, mm -hmm. but then you take them for granted because you grew up with it. Right. And you don't always recognize the fact that, especially if maybe if you didn't, maybe if you weren't born into it, right? Like right. I was born into this. Mm -hmm. um, so I grew up in, you know, children's church. Right. Right. Not everybody is. Right. But... If you start to train those kids and, and raise those kids with those biblical principles, yeah, right? And, hey, when you fall down and you get hurt, you call on the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You call on his healing, mm -hmm. right? Opposed to the, owie, can you get me a Band-Aid, right? You're preparing them to protect themselves yeah. as they get set out. We do have Band-Aids here, too. Just, you know. No, we just pray. <laughs> we just pray. And in in tongues, of it course. Only. Only in tongues. Yeah, this is the only time we actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but you can you can do that, and then on the natural side, because mm -hmm. again, same thing. And and I think that's what I love so much about this example. Right. Is it's faith with actions. Yeah. Right. Because so often it's one or the other. No, you need to right? do both. So when you're protecting your kids when you're you're helping them build a structure of protection around their mm -hmm. lives right you then can go into all of the natural protection things yeah common sense common sense teaching them to you know again and not by instilling fear but instilling no. wisdom mm -hmm. and there's a difference between there's a huge difference there's a difference between showing your kids the importance of having wisdom as opposed to building fear i mean and the line can sometimes be um it's very very fine yeah you know you can you can kind of walk that line if you're not careful but it is about it's about building wisdom in them so mm -hmm. that in the nat naturally speaking so that they could handle situations but there are so many, there are so many practical areas where you can protect them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I work in kind of the tech construction-ish, that whole yeah. vein um, with a couple of our companies now. And the question that I get asked the most consistently mm -hmm. is, do your kids have phones and TVs in their room? And they don't. They don't have phones. Nope. They don't have TVs. Nope. And anytime I get asked that and I answer that. And their screen time is very limited. I get a very 
confused look out of people. They're perplexed every yes, time. Yes, every time. And it's very easy for me to come back with the, well, you know, it's the whole like the cobbler's kids never have shoes. Because um, everyone laughs at that and no one no one questions your parenting mm -hmm. skills. Um, but if they dig a little deeper, it's very easy, again, for me to say, well, I work in the tech field. I work in the IT world. Mm -hmm. I know what's out there and I know how easy it is to find what's out there. And, you know, obviously that's not the only realm that you have to protect your kids in. Mm -hmm. But it's a really big one these it's days. And honestly, it's the one that, with all due respect, most parents are oblivious to and completely out of their depth with. Yeah. And we, we've talked back and forth, and maybe we will do this, um, but we've talked about doing an episode just on things to watch for. Um, yeah, literally. And, and how, to, how to dig into some of that. But all that to say, there are so many things we can do. It is not just the don't take candy from strangers, which you should never do. Um, I can't believe I have to say that, but you'd be shocked. Um, but it is. like We had a conversation today. Mm -hmm. You were in the bank yeah. with the kids doing a deposit. And there was a lovely, I don't know why I'm telling the story, yeah, you well, were there. So yeah, so I, took, I had to take the kids to the bank with me today. Um, and there was a lovely lady there and she had a cute little puppy. And my kids were sitting on the bench while I was waiting. I was right there. Um, but so she came down to wait for her appointment. Now, I really appreciated this because the lady spoke to me in first and she said, because she could tell that my kids were looking at the dog. I yep. just want, and she looked at me and she said, she said, are your kids okay with, with dogs? is it okay if they pet them? Mm -hmm. And I was like, absolutely. And literally she turned around to the kids and said, would you like to see my dog? And instantaneously they turned and they swarmed. Mm -hmm. And they were so happy to play with this little puppy in the bank. And it just made me realize how instantaneously their guard was dropped. Yep. She could have done or said anything mm -hmm. because all of a sudden there's this cute little puppy and anything, because I mean, I talk to them all the time before we go places and before we go to parks. I mean, we get the, you know, we have conversations quite often, but their guard was dropped immediately yeah. because there was this cute little puppy dog. And all of a sudden, I mean, and she was a lovely lady, but this lovely yeah, there, lady, there was, no issue. there was no issue with this lady, yeah. but I just saw the parallel. All of a sudden, this lovely lady was like, they were like this because she had a cute little puppy and they were enamored and so excited to be able to play with this puppy. Well, and it's like, you know, our, our oldest is, is wanting to get a little bit more freedom and, and do more things. Oh, yeah. And we were, we were down um, out of town a couple of weeks ago and we're at a restaurant and he wants to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he's old enough to go to the bathroom by himself. And again, I, I don't judge anybody who lets Let's or doesn't let their kids do whatever. I, I get it. It's not a debate on that. Um, he asked, and I said, sure. And his eyes lit up. I know. Because he's just, he's so excited to get that little bit of freedom. Yeah. But I knew, because I've been to the restaurant. Yep. I know that there's no exit there. Mm -hmm. I know I can see the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I can see who's in and who's out. We can see the front door. And because can... I'm also 
one might say hypervigilant. Um, or just vigilant, or just aware, whatever. I'm self-aware. Um, All of the above and then some. I knew that no one had gone in there mm -hmm. in at least 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I was fairly certain that there was no one in there at the time. Yep. So we let him go to the bathroom. I can see him walk in the door. I can see that no one else has gone mm -hmm. in the door. Mm -hmm. And I can see him come out. Mm -hmm. He gets some freedom. I know that- We still get to be overprotective. There shouldn't be an issue there, mm -hmm. and there wasn't. No. Fast forward to this week, mm -hmm. we went to a park. Mm -hmm. We're having a little picnic, doing some family stuff. Mm -hmm. He wants to go to the bathroom again. There is an outbuilding yeah. 400 yards away, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. A little, you know. A little, like, yeah. yeah. Just a little hot. Public, public But bathroom. I can't see the door. Nope. And it's right by a road. Yep. And there's a bunch of random cars and people. And people. All over the place. Everywhere. Again, it's a public park. It's very safe. It's the middle of the city. We're we enjoy in, going. We're in London, Ontario. It's not the hotbed of wherever your mind wants to take you. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And that doesn't mean that it may not happen. Mm -hmm. So he asks and I say, no. And he looks at me. Because again, he can't connect it. He's baffled as to yes. why he can't just go to the bathroom. And all I have to do is explain to him that, son, how far away is it? Right. Do you see the door? No. Do you see the road? Yes. That's why. Two seconds, I'll come with you. Mm-hmm. Which of course meant that the youngest had to go. So it was a big old party. Mm -hmm. um, but we walked down there. There's a car parked right outside the bathroom mm -hmm. that I had not seen. Mm -hmm. And again, we talked about awareness earlier. Right. Typically I noticed these things. It had pulled up and again, it was a incredibly nice older gentleman who was walking out of the bathroom as we walked in. Right. And then he sat in his car and waited for his wife. Right. But I didn't know he was in that bathroom. Mm -hmm. I did not see that vehicle and would have had no idea. Plus, I'm 400 I yards saying, we away. Were, we were far away. Right. So we don't expect anything to happen. And the likelihood of anything happening is slim to none. none. But it's also one of those situations of I can, I can protect them. And it doesn't take a lot of work and we're no. not holding anything back from him. No. But it's one of those things where I have... I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of clients. I know a lot of people who would have been like, yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. And again, the likelihood of something happen is next to none, right? Right. But there are still simple things that we can do mm -hmm. to protect our kids mm -hmm. when they're out. It takes time, it D takes thought, it takes effort, it takes energy. Now, does that mean when they're 16 that I won't let them go to that bathroom at the park when we're at the park? Probably not. Maybe. Who knows? They're not 16 yet, so I don't have to make that call yet. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and also the other thing is, is then our little girl wants to go and then the little boy wants to mm -hmm. go. And that's not happening, especially with our little girl. But it takes no extra effort to in these situations... So many people want to look at that example mm -hmm. and say it's overbearing, right? 
And all I, the whole, the whole concept of what we wanted to cover in this one, what mm-hmm. I really wanted to cover in this episode was, again, when I read this and realized the extent that she went to protect him. Mm-hmm. She still was trusting in God, but she did everything she could Naturally to set speaking. him up for success. Yeah. And for protection. Yeah. Right? That's really good. Because again, had she skipped the tar part, right? Would that ark have made it to the princess, to the daughter of the Pharaoh? I don't know why I'm calling her a princess. I don't know if that makes her a princess or not. But get the point. Details matter. <laughs> But had she not done that, mm-hmm. we may not have had any part of that whole story. We may not have had the book of Exodus. Who knows? Well, well no, like, but it's true. Moses became an integral part of the biblical foundation of life. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Like History. So you look at what she did to protect her child. Mm-hmm. And build something to protect him as she sent him out mm-hmm. into the world. Yeah. There was nothing more she could do. She did everything she could do. But, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, she couldn't build a submarine. Although those are questionable these days. Um, that's a callback too. Burn. A crunch. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, keep going. Uh-oh. Um, and that'll get us banned. No. Um, there was nothing more she could do. No. So anytime I talk to somebody or somebody asks me with with our kids, if we're a little overkill, yes, we I go, are. yeah, we totally are. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I'm going to do... so glad I can. Everything be. we can. Yeah. To protect them. Again, both in the natural and in the spiritual. Yes. And as long as you're doing that... And doing everything that you can. Mm-hmm. I just want to encourage you to keep that up. Mm-hmm. And if someone's ever made a comment to you or said something to you as a parent that has made you kind of, well, maybe I'm being a little too harsh. You know, just this is the way I look at it. These children are not ours. They're God's, right? They gave that He gave them to us. And he gave them to us because he trusts us to protect his kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Um so why would we not want to take something that God's given us, like Entrusted something so us. precious that yep. he's trusted to us? Why would we not do everything within our power that we have to protect and trust spiritually and naturally? Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah. So go build an ark. You can do it. All right. Um, that's all the time we have for this episode. No. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Thank you for sharing and commenting, all that fun stuff. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us uh, at The Matt and Fiona Show on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, all that fun stuff, and hopefully soon on the website. Um, But otherwise, tune in next week for another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. Thanks for watching. Bye now.